Okay, well, works for me. Right, okay, right. So listen, we're in the first act on. What I want is a big applause to this guy. Let's get this guy going. The more you applaud, the better he'll feel, the more comedy he'll deliver. So after three, show me what you can do. One, two, three. Yes! Frank. All right, people, how are we doing? Good. Yes, good, all six of you. Uh, so, crazy times we're living in, really mental, crazy times. I feel like we've got past the point at which anything could shock us. Even Donald Trump couldn't shock me, personally. I can't think of anything that Donald Trump could say that I would find shocking anymore. I mean, the only thing I could think of is if he came out and he said, All right, folks, listen, I'm a Muslim. Allahu Akbar, salam alaikum. Okay, sir, so much salam. You've got so much salam. Alaikum all over you, okay? <laughs> tremendous, tremendous, unbelievable. It's ridiculous. Apparently, though, we've got some good news. Donald Trump has postponed his state visit. How do we feel about that? Good. Yes, Lord Lucan, not so sure, looking at the floor. I'm actually quite glad about that. I'm quite glad, but I would have loved to have heard that conversation. Apparently, Theresa May put the phone down. She was surprised. She was surprised by that. Uh, I'd love to have heard that because Teresa, you're a loser, okay? <laughs> Your campaign was all over the place. It was terrible. Your vocabulary, really weak, really bad, okay? You just kept using the same words over and over and over again, okay? Which is unbelievable, all right? Tremendous problems, Teresa. You're fired, okay? Really great. Uh, but I think the news now has reached a point where it can't actually adequately convey the ridiculousness of our current situation in politics. You know, I'd like to see David Attenborough do a documentary about politics, about the election, you know. And so we see the dominant female trying to assert her strength and power and strengthen her hand over the weaker, smaller male. <laughs> Her gamble backfires spectacularly, and she is ripped limb from limb by both her allies and his, until nothing remains bar the echoes of her war cry around the forest, strong and stable. That <laughs> uh, joke is better than you gave it. <laughs> I think actually, the. Uh, David Attenborough ideas, it's just too classy, really, for the situation. We are in such a shitstorm right now. It should just be Big Brother, you know. Dear four, Teresa is in the diary room pretending she hasn't been evicted. <laughs> big Brother, Big Brother, I have been to see the Queen and we are going to form a government from Play-Doh. <laughs> it's blue, it's strong and stable and not squishy at all. <laughs> Bring me my Dalmatians. Uh, she said, though, uh, that this is the hilarious part. Did you see the interview she did where she said she was gutted about the result? Oh, she was devastated that people had lost their seats. Oh, such a shame for them. How terrible. We're still in power. It's incumbent upon us, etc. Ridiculous. She said she was gutted. She said, I shall reflect upon this result. Oh, shut up. No, you won't. Everyone knows vampires don't have reflections. <laughs> Ridiculous woman, ridiculous woman. But she's now put us in a position where we might end up, as if we weren't enough of a laughing stock on the world stage already, she's now put us in a position where we might have Boris Johnson as our Prime Minister. What do we think of that? Hilarious. Hilarious? Okay. You are alone, naked, in a field of wheat. 
That's, it's ridiculous. Boris Johnson, I mean, the man sounds like he's permanently high on methadrone. Have you heard him? Just, <laughs> you know, he doesn't even make, and Boris Johnson could be having a stroke. He could be full on having a seizure in the corner of the room and people would go, wow, it's Tuesday. He does that. <laughs> He's fucking crazy. I mean, uh, uh, well, uh, you know, I know there are a lot of people who would say this country hasn't got the guts to leave. And to those people, I would interrupt the entire gig by making them pay for their bar tab. Uh, to those people, I would say, have you got any methadrone? <laughs> It's ridiculous. And Nigel Farage is back on the scene as well. He might actually be leading UKIP again. I mean, fuck me. It, who knows? Things are bizarre enough. He might somehow end up being Prime Minister. Anything, anything is possible right now. Nigel Farage is a horrible little... with a face like a, a collapsed souffle, isn't it? It's just a disgusting, disgusting little racist turd of a man. He looks like a little far-right fetus in a wind tunnel. It's horrible. It's horrible, horrible man. I mean, Nigel Farage... What was it? What was I, I going to fucking say? That was it. So he thinks that he predicted, he predicted this outcome. He said, you know, well, I think Theresa needs to clean out the stables. That's what she needs to do. And I, I wouldn't say that I'm Nostradamus, but I would say I'm the political equivalent of the octopus who correctly predicted <laughs> the world cup results. Of course, I'm a little bit more slimy. <laughs> Amazing. But people say people say that Brexit and Trump are two parallel events, that they're similar, that, that, that it's the same thing. And it's really not. All you've got to do to understand the difference between those two, uh, apart from not being able to extend a mic stand, that's also crucial. All you've got to do is look at the voters, okay? This is a Brexit voter. Hello. I'm an elderly racist. Don't know why I address that to you, Lord Lucan. <laughs> And this is a Trump voter. Yeehaw! I don't believe in gay marriage. I don't believe in equal rights. I don't believe in dinosaurs. I don't believe in gay dinosaurs. I don't believe in gay dinosaurs getting married. But I do believe in Jesus, even though he has a Mexican name. <laughs> That's my favorite joke. Thank you very much. Good night. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen.